Welcome back to Bite Size Sports. I am Kevin. With me is my dearest friend, Nate. Nate, how you doing today, brother? You know, quite pleasant out here in good old Indianapolis. You sound like you're being accosted by a neighborhood dog, so we're going to keep an eye out for you or keep an ear out for you. Hopefully, hopefully everything's all right in the neighborhood, but it's it's a beautiful day here. The most wonderful day because the Bite Size Sports 158 is currently running over on the Three Wide TV YouTube channel. It's the 2023A OSCA Weekend Woodsman Series. And we here at Bite Size Sports are the official sponsor of this 14th race of the 18 race season. So, Nate. I, I kind of feel like I have to just hand this to you for a minute because through our dear friend David, who all of you have had the chance to meet on previous episodes, if not, go check them out in the archive. Uh, but through our dear friend David and uh, and Adam, who of course actually secured this sponsorship for us, so much, uh, much appreciation to him. Can't express my gratitude for the two of you, uh, those of you, you're racing right now, so you can't hear me, but... I appreciate you both as well as you, Nate. So, but this was kind of your thing. You guys brought this to me and I'm forever grateful. So I'm just going to let you kind of talk a little bit about how this came to be while we wait for the race to get started. And I'll show some images of our beautiful bite-sized sports car. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I will say over on three wide TV, they're currently in pace laps about to start uh, half one first half. If you want to, call it correctly um but yeah so i i got hooked up with david uh through twitter uh a handful of years ago i don't remember exactly how long ago uh just through you know various cub stuff and and you know kind of some racing stuff there uh the nice throwback the uh previous not the exactly previous week but the week before uh at talladega uh you know honoring uh, the Kodiak car uh, for Morgan McClure uh, racing, you know, back in the day, <laughs> early 2000s, early 90s sort of vibe there. Uh, but yeah, so we got hooked up and then I ended up meeting him at the uh, the race in Nashville um, officially and actually met Adam there too, um, who's going to be driving the 96 car on the same team with, you know, bite size and sponsor them. But that's okay. And David's in the 95 uh, Traders Brewing car this evening. Um, yes, courtesy, of, courtesy of Traders Brewing. Go get you go get you an ice cold beer whenever you're in Indianapolis. Um, but yeah, so uh, we just got oh, hooked I missed up. It. What? Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, they had David's David on the screen in the number 95. I tried to get it pulled up, but I missed it. Uh, so go ahead. Continue. My apologies. I lost Some you internet here. problems here. Oh, yeah, I can there. hear you now. I just started talking. Um, as I was saying, I ended up sponsoring him uh, with a different podcast through a beer podcast. I ended up paying for that and then just decided to hit you up about this. And you, you've been fully on board here, uh, raring to go. So, 
uh, it's exciting times and you know it's it's kind of neat to have you know some skin in the game and you know feel good about being successful on track here which the uh, bite-sized car has been pretty successful for the most part this year uh with a couple of wins uh, especially uh winning one of the halves at mid ohio which is a home track uh for bite size sports there so uh it's yep. been fun and it'll be you know a good partnership that'll continue into the future absolutely uh agree to all of that and thank you very much uh for that little walk down memory lane for me uh, i will say uh, uh speaking of throwbacks the bite size number nine is also in a bit of a throwback here today so uh we, we did get show some footage now we do encourage all of you please go watch on three wide tv check out their commentators you know hang out with us right now during the pre-show we're going to take off around 9 30 here and then we encourage you please go watch the rest of the show with them they've got some great commentators over there but wanted to get you a little glimpse of the action so you can see our beautiful bite size number nine there it is you can see it. we're in the outside lane, probably fourth car down. So you'll be able to get, catch a little glimpse of it. We've got the uh, multiple colors rocking. So beautiful, beautiful sight. We are very excited about this. So uh, talk me through this a little bit, Nate. We have, uh, the, is this the first run of the, the postseason, right? Are we in the playoffs now? Yeah, we're we're in the playoffs. Um, for some reason, I, I want it's either the first round or the second round, but I think it's the first round of the chase here. Um, I believe that's for, right. for, Yeah, for the life of me, um, for the life of me, I, I'm forgetting the, the rounds that they have. I would have to look it up because I was looking at it e earlier, uh, just because I was curious because. If uh, David will be driving the nine car moving forward, um, he is lucky that there are no more road courses the rest of the year. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, as as that's his favorite to to drive here, so he doesn't have to worry about road courses the rest of the year. But yeah, they got Michigan uh, this week, obviously as as we can all see on three wide TV here. Uh, they're doing a good job with broadcasting. And right now the number nine car is currently in third place. Um, Johnny Eckert, who is actually really fucking good on, yeah. on iRacing, uh, who took the car to a win at Mid-Ohio. Um, it's in the owner's championship. We don't have a, a driver in the nine car running, you know, full time for the driver's championship, but team's been overall pretty successful, but they're going to be at North Wilkesboro next week, uh, which will be really exciting uh, for me personally to watch just because with all the hoopla going on uh, with North Wilkesboro coming back in real life, uh, they will they will be hosting the All-Star Race next week on Saturday, um, and it, it's going to be a big deal. Um, oh, man, uh, I just saw that pulled up there. We had a yeah, we've got a rest. spins here. Oh boy! Let's see here. Oh, well, there's um, I, the ninety-six. Oh, he. You probably saw how nervous I got. Oh damn! Are you out of it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wow. 
Well, you'll have that, folks. That's unfortunate. We're we're fortunate that we uh, the number nine was not tangled up in that. Nate, you're the Traders is the number ninety five, correct? The uh, that's what David's driving. That's what we're on the lookout for. Um, yeah. So I think we both got out of there unscathed. But uh, Adam, we'll keep an eye Adam, on unfortunately, that. Adam, unfortunately, did, did not. not. Uh, no, he's spinning right there. Oh, is that him in the ninety six? Yeah. No. No. No good deed goes unpunished. It's it's the the very reason that we have the bite size sports one fifty eight got spun out. I'm I'm so very sad right now. Um we will well, cut, we will has, jump back to the race here momentarily. But Nate, what were you saying? I was gonna say as as we saw in the replay, the I wanna say that was the uh 35 uh the orange and black uh robbie gordon throwback scheme right there uh he ended up hitting hitting the wall and coming off the wall and causing that but um generally though i mean compared to some of the other leagues that you know we've been involved with with some sponsors and excuse me it was the 14 car not the 35 uh this league generally that you know they're all pretty pretty good about not being you know just menaces on the track there so it's nice to be involved with you know some quality racing there oh yeah oh yeah sorry i just got a message was checking the uh the dms from uh david westergreen over so nate i don't know um if you will have time or if we'll be able to do it they said we could uh jump into the interview View channel um, to say hi over there on the, the actual cast. So uh, we should do that at some point. Did I lose you? No, sorry. I was going to say I can oh, jump okay. in and do it later. Um, I just unfortunately would have to hop off of here just to right. uh, do that with my technical issues. Right. No, that's what I was thinking. Like, uh, what if, however we want to roll it, um, if one of us, uh, yeah, either, uh, if, if one of us wants to hop off, uh, you know, if you, like, I don't know if you want to hop in or, um, and I can run the show here or vice versa, or I don't know if you want to, message in the dm if you don't mind doing me that's solid um just seeing you know hey we were gonna go live till about 9 30 would it be cool if i hop in after that um but yeah it's it's up to you i either way i'm i'm very excited i'm just happy to be here man so would love to get to say hi but i also think it'd be pretty cool you know if you get to go you you did i'm just some guy who got to be here you know um you and david did all the legwork and then uh, adam made this event go oh here we are we're on the screen see if we can get see if i can get them in time yeah look at that look how beautiful that thing is i think oh, it's so pretty yeah uh, i thought that's, that's, that's that is cute. <laughs> oh i see that clearly <laughs> like it's, 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 it's seeable in the booth when we zoom in <laughs> what were you saying i'm sorry I was gonna say I think Johnny's Johnny's uh, one of his kids or kid um, does does a scheme. I think it's for autism. 
uh, if I remember David correctly talking about it. Oh, okay. uh, so that's nice to get to get that involved. That's not the normal trader scheme, although, or I mean, bite size scheme. Although, if we're going to be honest, it feels like the there has been no consistent bite size scheme, which is okay. Like it's it's nice to change it up a little yeah. bit, but like the base scheme is the Ryan Newman esque, you know, uh, vaporwave pink and black sort of uh, scheme going there. So, um, but this that one's nice and it's for a nice and, cause as well. And here's, the, and here's just to take you through the history. Here's the original '99 with the. Uh, Taco Bell throwback there. Then we had the uh, special. This was the uh, the bat flip, the 22, the cat throwback car. That was always pretty neat as well. And then, of course, here's the uh, most recent throwback that we've been blessed to run. And one last time, here is our current guy. So, yeah, Nate, it's uh, incredibly exciting to see us up there. We missed that first uh, that first wreck, so fingers crossed. Um, those of you who are joining, please uh, feel free to ta- tune in. I don't know what I was about to say. Tune in to 3Wide TV to catch the race live, the Oscar Weekend Woodsman Series. It's the Bite Size Sports 158 tonight on their YouTube channel. So we are thrilled to be a part of this once again, thank you to Adam who made it all possible. Shout out to David. Shout out to the rider, Mr. Eckert, in the number nine car today. So we are we are very thrilled. We're happy to be here. Um, Nate, what else you got for the folks? You, t- you said you had some uh, talking points for the uh, the warm up, the pre race. So what you got? So yeah, so today they announced the last. Uh, driver that's on the 75 greatest drivers list for nascar um and of course they were saving one of the best for last and jimmy johnson was the last one named uh today and they will all be honored this weekend at uh darlington uh down in south carolina since this is throwback weekend so that's exciting uh to find out there you know there are some questionable um choices per se and you know well i guess the better term would be controversial um but that's you know neither here or net or there and we can honor and celebrate you know 75 years of nascar history here oh yeah i know you were a big fan any now that the list has been complete we talked about this the last time we had david on but are there any big snubs from the list you want to talk about or any any honorable mentions guys you think should be mentioned anybody you just think has no business being on the list that made it yeah so i would say um i don't want to necessarily say the most undeserving but uh there were some choices that were kind of you know it's like okay well that's the route they're going like we talked about sterling marlin the last time um so i don't have to go ad nauseum there another one people were kind of questioning was randy lajoy uh who won 15 that what is now the xfinity series uh races and two championships back to back but i think that was pretty deserving um for me the couple others that are kind of questionable would be like a a Casey Kane, 
just because he, you know, he, he kind of shined brightly, but it wasn't, it wasn't to what you think it would have been, I guess is what I'm getting at. Um, and there's, uh, in terms of snubs, the number one snub for me would be, uh, where's Jack Sprague on this list? I mean, he's a three-time truck champion, won 24 races in the truck series, uh, won one or two in the Bush series, which is now the Xfinity series. There's just so many name changes. It's hard to keep track sometimes. Um, didn't really have any success in the uh, Cup series, which, you know, that's okay. That's fine. I mean, people make their living in different ways, uh, but I think he should have been on the list. And people... We'll talk about Matt Crafton as well, who's a three-time truck champion. Um, but he, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that one necessarily. Um, I'd have to think about it more. But yeah, my snub would be Jack Sprague. Kevin, did you mute yourself? No, I keep getting muted. Um, that was very weird. Um, I unmuted and then was immediately muted. Sorry, Crafton. Uh, that was the question I was trying to ask. Did you say he did make the NASCAR 75? No, he did not. Okay, okay. I thought that was, I was like, well, that's a surprise. Let's say I see that guy a lot in the, uh, in the truck series in my NASCAR heat uh, career. So let's see. We, oh, go ahead. Were you saying something? I was just going to say, like, you know, they've had an, uh, they're going back to green here, and, and the nine is still up there in the top five, um, moving up there, making some, some nice drafting moves. Um, Got to stay in line here, though. Yeah, you I, know, David did mention that it would have been a, a, a drafting, you know, sort of, sort of night, which, um, you know, sometimes those tracks are good for that. I, I think they're running the current cup car. Yeah. So they would, I think they're running the current cup cars, um, which, you know, the package is very interesting. Cars. And yeah, kind of sandwiched up there in the middle, but, you know, it's kind of opening, although doesn't really have any draft in hell back there. So it's not really going to be. Moving up super well, got back in line there. Um, they've been pretty racy up front here, so that's that's always been a that's always a positive when you're you know watching the races here. Um, I'm trying to see where the trader's car is back here, um, and the trader's car is back in 26. So, yeah, <laughs> um, but there's plenty of time up there moving in. Oh, sorry, what'd you say? Where's yeah. the trader? I was going to say, there's plenty of time to get out there, so no worries. Absolutely. But, you know, Absolutely. We're going to keep an eye on things. We're... Well, Sorry, we're having some got... connection issues. Sorry, go ahead, Nate. <laughs> uh, can you, you can hear me fine now, right? Yeah, I think I must be on a pretty long delay on your end, I think, is what's happening. All right, just a second. It could be it could be me, is is yeah. I'm okay. I should be is it better now? I think so. Do you hear me? Okay. 
Testing. Yeah, I can hear you. We're in the lead now, by the way. Number nine, Bites Eye Sports Car has the lead. Neck and neck at the front. Let me, you know what? Let me throw this back up real quick. This is uh, exhilarating. Look at this. Whoa. Check it out again, 3Y TV, to get the full experience here. Uh, we will not be here for the entire match. Entire match, Jesus. The entire race. So if you want to catch both halves, you're going to have to go watch it 3Y TV. Please subscribe and do us a favor. When you're there, will you let them know that Bite Size Sports sent you? Because we would greatly appreciate that. It is the Bite Size Sports 158 after all. So if you could let them know, we'd greatly appreciate it. So we'll take a picture and pick out here for a second. As you can see, there we are still in the lead. Wonderful. Uh, Nate, how are we doing now? How's the audio? Everything going well? Yeah, everything's going well. So I've got a hot topic I want to talk about here. Uh, just switching gears a tiny bit, but with the schedule release for the NFL, you know, what, what are some, some, have you looked at it? I have not. I am actually in about 30 minutes. I will be live on the horseshoe huddle podcast discussing the Colts schedule with four of my best, bestest Colts friends. So uh, what have we got? I'm just going to throw up breaking news here. What, which part of the schedule do you want to talk about? I will, I will break, I'll break my cone of silence and take a look here for a second at this schedule. So just looking at the matchups, I just want, give me two or three games that that's got you really intrigued um, or, you know, think will be key matchups uh, moving throughout the year. Oh, well, unfortunately, all I have in front of me right now is the Colts schedule. So I haven't had enough time to look at everyone else's schedule to have well, any. Well, I was just thinking Colts that. games. I was just thinking Colts games for you. Appreciate that one, Michael. So here, um, well, I love that once again. I hate the schedule makers, man. What two years in a row? The Colts have more than half of their division games in the first six weeks. They have four division games. That is so f- fucking brutal. Like, like why? Why? <laughs> like, it's almost a. They, it's putting them at a competitive disadvantage potentially. Well, I guess there's two ways to look at it. With the Colts not being a good team, it might be actually giving them a competitive advantage since they're the underdog in both of these. Um, so I like Michael's got a nice, uh, week one there for us to look at when we switch off of the Colts stuff, but yeah, I'll stick with week one and say Colts Jags is going to be a big one because it is a chance for the Colts to steal a game from the better team. Most likely that's, that's what I, um, look at when I see these games in the first four to five weeks is, with the limited preseason now and people getting fewer reps, starters getting fewer reps, I see those as very winnable games. If you remember, the first couple of weeks of last season were pure freaking chaos around the NFL. And some teams that we thought were good and ended up being good looked kind of trashy those first couple of weeks. So, yeah, that's my first big takeaway is oof at the, first, at the early chunk of that schedule. And then there's the... Things get kind of easy for the middle third for the Colts, if I'm being honest. There's Cleveland, New Orleans, Carolina, then the Patriots, then a bye week, then Tampa. So there's a nice, like, if 
to me that if that's where you want the easy part of your schedule to be because it shouldn't be hard to be motivated at the end of the season when they do have uh, they still have two divisional games between weeks 13 and 18 so yeah i i i don't have high expectations for this colts team so that's a decent looking schedule to me because it's friendly there are some games that i think the colts could actually win they might find themselves winning seven. Oh no i think the bite size has been involved in some action oh we hit a wall oh no no i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna pivot again this is no good that's our beautiful car. Yeah, I think do both of uh, the nine and the thirteen in. Oh, it's spinning. I think the hood came off. A guy that nailed Johnny Eckert after. Oh, Ooh, someone Cooper's just got big spikes us. Yeah, wow, the whole car's on fire. Of, see the oh yeah. There as well. Oh, the no. uh, the number the number two car I believe <laughs> is driven by Jeff Green, who is a. Uh, Bush Series champion back in 2000. So we just we just got hit, started that wreck because of uh, the Bush champ of 2000. Oh, that's brutal. Well, let's ride along with the bite-sized car as we see what maybe is its last lap of the night. No. Oh, did we get cursed, Nate? Is that what just happened here? Is it the, the curse? <laughs> no. Oh man, this is unfortunate. Oh. Wow, that's a bummer. Um so yeah, their uh schedule news. Who else do we want to talk about? Yeah, <laughs> schedule. <laughs> uh I'll just drop a I'll drop a little knowledge about the Bears here. So There we uh, go. Couple, I'll give you three games I'm looking forward to this year based on the schedule. And we'll start off with week one. Week one, late afternoon game against the Green Bay Packers. Starting off Ooh. a Rogerless, Rogerless era. It'll be really interesting to see how this game goes. Just because, you know, the Bears had the worst, in my opinion, defense last year and made a lot of adjustments, uh, you know, added a bunch of players, too. Um, I'm really curious to see how they're going to go up against Jordan Love. And I'll say it here, and I've said it before. If it turns out he ends up being another tall fame fucking talent, uh, I might literally flip my lid and never watch the NFL ever again. Um <laughs> So, but aside from that game, I'm real intrigued to see also um, see how the Bears match up with the Lions this year. Because, uh, you know, right now it's weird to say, but I think the Lions have got to be the favorite in the division. Because, um, you know, they made a ton of improvements. I think Dan Campbell's, you know, going to be the next big hot head coach there. Uh, so I'm really intrigued to see how those matchups go this year. Um, and my final game I want to point out here would be the game against Cleveland in Cleveland. There's nothing real special about it. It just so happens it's on my birthday. So I'm real intrigued to see how nice. that goes. Very exciting. Yeah. And then we've got our little preseason matchup too. Colts Bears, look out. TBD one. 
you know, John mentioned something here that I don't think the Colts did anything like uh, that the Chargers had in excellent anime schedule video. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear it's pretty good. Let's yeah, they, see they had it here. Uh, did they do anything uh, cool? I don't think they anything cool. Um, the Bears did like, uh, they did some sort of, uh, I don't know what to call it exactly. They're like on the, on the, uh, you know, Michael, you know what? The Bears will have the number one defense. (laughs) Three off there. Sorry. I didn't mean to, didn't mean to do that. Uh, but no. So what was anything cool with the announcement? Did you guys do anything? Colts don't do anything cool ever. Um, Jim they Irsay were a bunch of money uh, giveaways. Bunch, they had Seth Rollins like do the release, and uh, they're all dressed up like they're like cooking and stuff. So um, definitely not up to the level of the anime release, but at mm. least they did. And that's kind of cool. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it's better better than what we've got over in my town. Ooh, Johnny says Lions Vikings, or I'm sorry, Vikings Lions week 16 and 18. Yeah, that's how you want it. That's how you want your divisional games, not four of them packed into the first six weeks, you know, because it's not like the Colts had to deal with that last year. So let's give it to them two years in a row, Mr. Scheduling Czar. Because what kind of guy gives himself that name, by the way? Can we talk about that for a minute, Nate? Is there anything dorkier than the title of scheduling czar? Like, what is this? You some, he's the, the Merlin of Excel spreadsheets? Maybe he's trying to be uh, early 20th century Russian head of state. We got zero primetime games, which is about as many as the Colts deserve. If I'm being honest, I don't. I didn't want any primetime games. It was painful to watch that Colts team play against the Broncos and and any other. And that was just a Thursday game. But yeah, they don't even deserve Thursday games this year. Well, instead of uh, instead of a primetime. Yeah, so instead of a primetime game, the Colts got a 9.30 a.m. game. Yes. It's exactly what I need was a reason to – the Colts give me a reason to drink that early in the morning. <laughs> uh, but the Bears got quite a few primetime games as of now. Uh, the Bears have a Thursday night game, uh, week five, against Washington at Washington. Uh, they have a, another Thursday night game, week 10, November 9th, against Carolina at Chicago. They also have Monday the Monday night game against Min, at Minnesota, uh, the Monday right after Thanksgiving. Then they follow John. it up with, um, I missed this one, but Sunday night game at L.A. Chargers. October 29th. Plus, you never know, they could have some of these later games potentially get flexed into the 
Sunday night spot, depending on how the season goes. Dang, that's crazy. Also, meanwhile, uh, on uh, Three Wide TV, on the Bite Size Sports One massive car pile up. I don't know, multi car. I don't know how many cars we get. Getting a little crazy over there. And while we're updating you on things, I should take a quick pivot to the NBA where the Boston Six, Nate and Justin Herbert, who was here earlier. I don't know if he's still here. Uh, the Celtics are nursing a seven-point lead over the Sixers with eight minutes left in the third. Yeah. What so... do you think, Nate? We're... Uh, as I was going to say, uh, just on a weird, weird evening with all these technical issues. But anyway, um, Celtics are up by seven, which I thought that they were up by double digits uh, not too long ago. Um, so we'll see if the Sixers can come back and take the series here. Um, just the Celtics have just not looked very good in this in this series, in my opinion. Oh, sorry, I, I I didn't hear you there. But uh, so, what do you? Who do you? Who'd you say? Um, I I'm going to go out on a limb here. Still think the Celtics are going to take it down, but uh, we shall see. I know Sixers fans won't like to hear that. And whoever wins this, I think is going out of the East. But look out for Miami. I mean, does Miami hold on and win though? Does, does difficulties my, here yeah um does miami hold on and win i'm sorry i can't i heard hold on we might have to might have to sh- shut her down johnny's boy jimmy blows a 3-1 lead yeah that's i would agree with that um, it's three to two now, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the Knicks win two more after this. Give me Miami what? still, but I, I. I don't know. I mean, I, I think the, you know, I think Dream the Knicks. Cursed. <laughs> um, the cursed like our, our car. Um, you know, I think, honestly, I want to say, you know, I, I got some faith in the Knicks. I mean, they haven't looked good, but, you know, I've got some, I got some faith in them, honestly. Um, you know, they looked, looked pretty good this last game here. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it'll be a tough one in Miami. That's for sure. Yeah, I think I I don't know. Like, like Johnny says, on principle, uh, give give me Miami. I just don't see him losing two more. Not that the Knicks don't have it in them uh, to 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 play well and to win, but now give me give me Miami in that one tomorrow. And while we're talking about tomorrow's games, we might as well get your opinion on the 
Warriors, Lakers, same situation. Lakers have a three, two lead. How do you see that one shake out, Nate? I confidently will take the Warriors in that series. I just, I just don't know oh, if you and the I, back in the Corgi, huh? Yeah. I just, I just don't know if the Lakers can keep this up and isn't AD kind of, you know, isn't he looking a little questionable for, for game six here? Yes, he left in a, I think he got carted off, I believe, or left in a wheelchair. He was unable to walk on his own accord. I believe it was not ruled a concussion, though. So I, I think it's still kind of up in the air right now. But yeah, he's he's questionable. Let me pull it up and see what the official designation here. Um but according to Dave McMenamin, he is not hearing any scenarios in which he will miss game six. So it sounds like AD will be playing in game six. So there we have that. Does that sway you in any way, sir? I'm still taking the Warriors. I feel like the Lakers have got to run out of juice eventually. You know... That's not a bad take. I I don't think they've they'll run out of juice here. It's you know I think LeBron's going to get one more out of this group and get them on to the next round. Now, Western Conference Finals might be a completely different story when the time comes because depending on how they're matched up, whether it be Denver or Phoenix, they might just have a too much uh it's firepower definitely in phoenix i don't know denver it just might be the firepower of Jokic and murray that might be too much but i don't know if the lakers are going to have it in them to go all the way although selfishly i am rooting for a lakers celtics finals because you know i'm just a nerd and want that newest chapter in the one of my favorite rivalries in all of sports which is just a weird one when you think about it anyway that Boston and LA would become rivals because of how dominant they were 40 years ago. And all those uh, times they won titles while other guys were employing plumbers or whatever it is JJ Reddick likes to say, but give me Celtics Lakers in the NBA final. That's what I want, but I'm still going with uh, Denver Boston as my, uh, that's my prognostication. That's how I picked it. Uh, but I'm rooting for, the historic NBA finals. It's been a while since we've had a Lakers Celtics chapter. We need one. And to have LeBron and AD, mainly LeBron, but to have LeBron be part of that Lakers Celtics rivalry. And then to have Tatum and Jalen Brown, who both I think are going to have pretty big uh, impacts on Celtics history 20 years from now. When you look back, I just think it'd be really cool for these players, for these elements to, have their own chapter in that storied history. So that's why, as much as it's probably boring for some or sounds cliche, that's why I am rooting for a Lakers-Celtics NBA Finals this year. You know, I, I, I'll i still stick with the Nugs out of, out of the West there. Um, you know, they're going to they're gonna drop gold all over everyone. Um, although, you know, the Suns, I mean... I I think the winner of of the finals 
is going to be whoever wins this Suns Nuggets series, to be frankly honest with you, just because I'm obviously not watching the Celtics 76ers game, but I mean, five third, 529 left to go in the second or third, excuse me, and Jason Tatum has three points. Now they're in the lead by two. But can they really be carried by the corpse of Marcus Smart here? Well, he's not really <laughs> himself. Um, I don't know why I said the corpse of Marcus Smart. But, I mean, when he's your leading scorer on the night, I mean, I feel like you're going to have some problems there. I think that's accurate. And you bring up a valid point with uh, Tatum. This is going on, what, three games in a row now? Because two games ago he started out 0 for 7 or something like that and then followed that up with another game starting 0 for 5. He's 1 of 13, uh, 0 for 6 from 3. He does have seven rebounds and six assists. But, yes, Marcus Smart is the leading scorer. Uh, And so far – They've only played seven players. I mean, the third quarter is almost over, and the Celtics are running that Tom Thibodeau rotation. Uh, it's very uh, concerning, in my opinion. They've re- things have really tightened up. Uh, Joe Mazzula is not really trusting his guys here in this winner go home situation, and Jason Tatum, it seems, has. Uh, really been struggling to find it. And at this point, as we talk about this, Nate, it's now. According to my watch, only a two-point game uh, in the Boston-Philly affair. So it might be it might be falling apart right now as as we watch. So could be all over, but the tears. We might be looking at Embiid getting some rest, moving in, moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. So. We've got a few more minutes here. I know, uh, Nate, I am, I've am. i got to head out. I've got the 9.30 show over on the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. We're going to be talking about the Colts, uh, their NFL draft recap, as well as talking about this new schedule release. So, And hopefully we'll have some time to hop over to the 3 Wide TV uh, Bite Size Sports 158 and uh, hop over and say hi to those guys real quick. So, Nate, was there anything else on the agenda, anything that we haven't had a chance to discuss that you'd like to go over with the folks before we send them home? Uh, Two things here. One, which would be really quick, is I almost want to see a Nuggets Sixer series and the Nuggets win that because (laughs) Kendrick Kendrick Perkins' head would probably explode and then Mark Jackson could get egg on his face for his E bracket or uh, ballot, excuse me. I don't know why I said bracket, but I think if that scenario were to happen, we would never hear from Kendrick Perkins ever again. Um, but oh, I want to say also that this MLB season, just I'm only touching on this briefly for this only topic, but <laughs> the MLB season has been kind of crazy. The fact that the Cardinals are 13 and 25 and they have not been this bad this early in the season um, for quite some time, honestly. I mean, in fact, they are last in the division by three and a half games. And it's a pretty mediocre division. (laughs) It's too early to celebrate anything like that. 
you just you just never know when it's going to come back and yeah but it is it has been crazy uh the cubs kind of fell back to earth a little bit there was a, a while there where i was like oh look at this team being three to four games over 500 didn't expect them to be solid early on in the season but then they've kind of tapered off a bit back to around the area of 500 i don't know what their record is as of today but uh fell back down to earth certainly and uh i tell you what as you can see above my head there that inaugural season tampa bay devil rays those those cats I mean, they're not nearly as hot as they started out this season, but damn, was there any bigger surprise than what the Rays did to start off the season? Um, I mean, not really. Um, you know, I feel like that East division is going to be absolutely ridiculous. I mean, everybody is at least four games over 500. So you're going to have two teams, maybe three, uh, depending on how – the wild card shakes out because uh, really I don't think you're going to have any wild card teams from the AL central because uh, that division is also pretty, pretty blah <laughs> to say the least, but you know, you could get all the wild card teams basically out of the East and that's going to be kind of interesting to see how that moves forward. Um, once the season gets further in, instead of just being about 40 games in 38, 40 games here, um, but I would say the Rays, as well as they've been doing, has been the biggest surprise. Although the, with Baltimore being, you know, second in the division there, I mean, they've been terrible for quite some time here. But all the big prospects have started coming up. I mean, you got Adley Rutschman, Jorge Mateo, uh, which I probably butchered the hell out of that uh, pronunciation. Uh, you got Greg. Rodriguez, they got a couple others that are potentially coming up, so they're about to get real jacked and loaded here. Uh, so the East race in the American League is going to be the the race to watch this year, in my opinion. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's uh, very exciting. A lot of good teams, and like you said, uh, having the Oreos mixed in there uh, certainly makes it a little more exciting um I, on a different baseball note nate i want to let you know that i i might finally have graduated into a competent fantasy baseball player because the tampa bay expos my illustrious fantasy baseball team are now four and one and on top of this three game win streak we currently hold a 263 to 131 lead in this week six matchup so look out for me man i might i might be ready to take that open uh, that next open dynasty spot and you're uh you're a crazy willy wonka world of uh it's like the the most in-depth fantasy baseball league of all time i'm not there yet but i'm getting close brother how you hey, doing on your end i mean if it opens up that that'd be a good time i mean my offense is basically gone ice cold for about three weeks now. So I'm, I'm struggling a little bit, but we'll, we'll see if I can get right to ship here. Um, but I want to say my last thing before we probably wrap up here is it is now 69, 65, 76ers. Um, one forty-six left in the third. Wow. 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 It is getting nuts. So, when you when you see me next on this channel right here, it will likely be for the bounce 
with my co-host James Johnny Football, who you saw in the comments, will be joining us to talk NBA playoffs. So we may we may have a series to recap tomorrow. So keep an eye on that. Please be sure to check out the second half of the Bite Size Sports 158. They are getting ready to start that up over on Three Wide TV's YouTube channel again. If you could, give them a like, give them a subscription, and tell them that Bite Size Sports sent you in the live chat. That sure would be great. And you might just hear our voices because before I go on to the Horseshoe Huddle podcast, I'm going to hop in there and see if they've got time to say hi to us. In the meantime, thank you so much. Be sure to subscribe here to be notified for our upcoming weekly shows we have at least three shows every single week we got nfl tuesday nights at nine necessary roughness adp fantasy football on wednesdays we also have the rumbles of red podcast on the alternate friday so every week we got fantasy football for you it's just wednesday some week friday's another week and every thursday except for this one we have the bounce Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, except you can catch us tomorrow for a special live bounce because, of course, we had to be here for the Bite Size Sports 158. Very honored. Thanks again to David Westergreen. Thank you to Adam. Uh, Nate, give me, I'm going to mispronounce it. Is it Tepe? What's Adam's last name? I think it's Tepe. Thank you. <laughs> so sorry if I got it wrong. But shout out to everyone at OSCA, 3Y TV, uh, South Shore Racing. We appreciate all of you very much for everything that you've done. Wonderful partners to work with. Nate, do you have any final words for the folks you want to tell them where they can find you on the Internet? Um, you can find me most social media platforms uh, at Ben Hammond Turkey. Um so follow me if you want. And I just want to apologize to all the viewers just for all the technical difficulties. You know, we we tried our best to fight through it, and that's all you can ask for, really. So, you know, hopefully next time we'll be better. And I just want to say there's some things that got to be worked on, but there might be some some irons in the fire for some further bite-size-related projects. So we'll see in the future there. Might have something in the works. Yeah, we appreciate you sticking through it with us. Um, had a little bit of technical difficulty there in the beginning. And now, of course, now that it's time to go, uh, everything's working right as rain. So it's uh, like like poop through a goose now that we're done. So, you know, maybe the Internet gods will uh, smile on us a little more kindly next time. But until then, we thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Have a wonderful night.